Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hi. Hey, fuckers. <laughs> hey, fuckers. Hey, fuckers. Listen up. I'm going to tell you one thing. Do it. Listen up. <laughs> I'm going to make this short and sweet. <laughs> Listen up. I'm going to make this short and sweet. Um, they shouldn't even have the debates. Get rid of debates. They're stupid. I mean, I'm trying to think of what I've ever learned from a debate, truly, but I've never really watched them until last election, when then I just walked away being like, did I learn anything? Like, no, nothing was taught to me that, like, made me feel better about anything. They should have Trump and and Biden make, you know, those people who, like, fight with, like, they, they, like, create robots that fight each other Mm -hmm. that look like, that look like kind of... Go-karts with, like, arms. Yes. They should just 
have Trump and Biden <laughs> make one. Yeah. And then the debate is just them using a remote control to fight to fight each other. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> a debate should actually just be like a series of challenges where that robot challenge can be won. There's a show on Discovery Channel that I'm really, or Nat Geo, Nat Geo, that I'm dying to watch, which is called Forged in Fire, where all these guys, the challenge is like, you have to make a knife, like out of a piece of metal, it has to be like the sharpest knife or like a sword. So I'd love to see them make a sword. I think yeah. that they should have to make a ceramic, like pot of some sort, paint a painting, um, I think like we could think of like all these challenges and then see like who comes out on top or just like that would tell us more about who they are and what they're bringing to the table than actually sitting and talking about whatever issues they're going to talk about. Yeah. I'm sure like Kamala will be, will like look good next to Pence. I think she's going to like, that's like a no duh. He's he's such a drip and a blithering idiot. Yeah. Evil, evil fucker. Um, that's easy. So like, that isn't that in the that debate's like long down the road, right? Yeah, I'm just saying that'll at least be like satisfying, probably because she's so much sharper and like doesn't you know, and he's such a ghoul. But I don't know. It's just I'm I can't even think about next month. I can't believe it's so close. And truly, and I'm not like saying this to be like annoying but like truly register to vote if you haven't and just do it so i don't think that this podcast is changing many minds (laughs) i'm like you came here for rock of love i love love the idea that you would turn on this podcast i'm not not, not like no and i i appreciate i appreciate i'm not i know i'm not changing i know no one's coming to carrie o'donnell for no, and I'm not for saying the, that for the political run. <laughs> I'm just saying it for myself. You got to say where where your heart is. First of all, I love the thought of being like a hardcore Republican who is obsessed with this content specifically. You may be a little dumb in some areas, but you're smart in the areas that count. And then, which is listening to this podcast. And then I love you hearing us talk and then being like, you know what? I am gonna vote for biden for joe biden (laughs) if that's happening in la told me to (laughs) yeah let us because carrie o'donnell he kept saying to vote and you know what by golly i'm casting my vote this november 3rd i'm mailing in my ballot and voting for joe biden i i hope that that happens (laughs) it's it's a matter of fine versus evil if you listen I want user stories and listener stories. If you, if your political beliefs have changed because of this podcast in any way, shape, or form, email, <laughs> email me and let me know. Sexyuniquepodcast at gmail.com. Cause I actually, I want to know. Cause I really think that it's either I, people don't care or it's like libs. I'm more talking. I'm not telling you who to vote for. Although if you're not voting for Biden, I think. You know, I can't, I can't, I'm sorry, but I will say at least register to vote. That's all I'm going to say. And I know there's people, look, I voted for Bernie in the primaries. I, Biden was not my first choice, but it's just, it's what we got to do. do what's right. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I would urge you, I think if you 
are planning on voting for Trump, just don't vote at all. That kind of works too. Does it work? I think it depends where you live. What if this election, like (laughs) it comes to, (laughs) what if this election comes down? It's like neck and neck. People are counting votes. People are boxes of votes are showing up at places. There's a whole recount process and things are looking really Well, there will be. Yeah. But things are looking grim. And then like slowly it's revealed that like, maybe like a handful of votes like people either didn't vote or like it it comes down to like winning by just like a tiny margin and then someone comes out by biden but i'm thinking i'm thinking worst case scenario where trump wins but it's by like a tiny margin and then someone comes out and they pipe up on like social media or somewhere and they're like you know i was gonna vote but then I listened to the most recent episode of Sexy Unique Podcast, <laughs> and uh, I just like couldn't do it. And then that is somehow both elevates the podcast to a new level, but then also just like destroys our, our reputation and lives from just like the outrage that will follow. We become infamous. We become fully infamous for truly just like w- ruining the election. Well, I know that you're literally destroying your voting. You know what? I registered to vote the other day, even though I was already registered because I got scared that I wasn't registered. Me too. I've registered like eight times. I keep registering. I know. It's scary. (laughs) Because I'm like, don't you guys like I've already done this. So stop showing me a registration link every time I go on Instagram. I'm like registered for my regular Instagram and for my Finstagram. I was like, it makes me feel better because I've been having the same panic, but. Honestly, but I also haven't gotten any like ballots yet in the mail. I'm just like nervous about everything, which I guess is like the whole point of all of this insanity. And I pray every day that it will just like be over and something will like shift to just go back to like regular level insanity. But, you know, it's going to be, there's going to be like, there will be a crazy recount. Like it, it's going to go on till like probably December. Oh, if not longer. If not longer. I mean, it's. I'm just preparing myself for just like. Anyway, we're in, we're in Q4 of one of the <laughs> shittiest years on record, and Q4 is when just like everything goes to hell. Yeah. We're gonna just ride this out on a smooth downward spiral into winter, and it's gonna be the darkest, the world. The darkest winter you've ever seen. And Justin, you think it's gonna get better in 2021? It's going to just get worse. But in the meantime, at least you'll have the pleasure of listening to Carrie and I talk about insatiable bitch goddesses. Thank you to the one listener sent me uh, a where are they now of like every person on 
rock of love and like what their political affiliations. And I'd say it's like divided down the middle between Trump voters and not. It's a truly bipartisan show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get into it. Cause the third episode is a doozy. The third episode is called motocross. Mm-hmm. Just that's what the, that's the title. When I watch it on Amazon. I love. Um, so we begin with Lacey. Miss Pita is scheming still to get, Dallas out. And let me just say that Lacey in this in this solidifies herself as one of the most for me hated hated people I've ever come across in reality TV. Yeah, I'm I think I the reason Lacey. that I blacked out a bunch of just this show and my memories, because I did watch it when it was on the air, is specifically because of Lacey and her like satanic Cheshire cat energy. Yeah. And her maniacal pursuit to get dallas who is also iconic um, <laughs> who's truly <laughs> gone too soon dallas pour yeah, one out mistake. for the queen yeah, yeah spoiler, huge dallas, mistake. dallas gets sent home and brett chooses lacy over dallas which i was like that's a poor choice when when dallas throws her fingers up at the end and refuses to even say goodbye to brett i was so thrilled yeah she was and that's Lacey okay <laughs> Lacey that's going, okay. <laughs> wow that's so rude what you've done to do that to brett how disrespectful i was like i'm gonna fucking throw a tomato at your face yeah i'm gonna vom i was literally like <laughs> felt ill she rem- i was like who is she reminding me of and i feel actually bad and apologies in advance for saying this but she reminds me of Faruja balk in the craft and i don't like putting my girl Faruja in that horrific line of comparison. Nancy is a terrifying because, character. Yeah, because Lacey wishes, but she is giving me Nancy in the mental 5150 Nancy energy. <laughs> at the I'm, end of I'm the flying Nancy. Yeah. Um, I want to do a binding spell on Lacey. Even to this day, I want to bind her from doing harm, harm against others and harm against herself. Also, mostly harm against me because I actually am terrified of her. I I am harmed every time in my spirit and perhaps physically every time Lacey comes on my screen. There's a shaman, Shaman Durek, who I follow on Instagram and have attended some of his like shamanic zooms over core. And he says in his book that you really shouldn't watch anything that like compromises your spirit. Like he's like really big on, you shouldn't be watching like horror movies. Like you just don't want that energy to be like polluting your spirit and truly seeing Lacey on screen makes me want to not watch rock of love because she hurts my, I know that she hurts my spirit, but sorry, shame. Sorry, shaman. We're yeah. I was like, I mean, I have to, I have a job, bills to pay. I know. <laughs> um, but Dallas, my favorite thing about Dallas, sorry, I'm just, this is a love letter to Dallas in this moment, but yeah. her sailor mouth is un, unmatched. And at the end, when she just says, you can eat my shit. <laughs> Lacey and, can and then, eat my shit. And then tackles into the night. Iconic. Yeah. She was better Iconic. than this whole show. Yeah. Um, so we begin with Lacey's still scheming to get Dallas out. Um, it's another day in paradise. It's, yeah. And Brett assembles them all to tell them their next challenge as a group, which these challenges at this point are just ridiculous. And they're not at all like 
they're they like a, they should be illegal like i think now their laws have been passed against like doing these kinds of challenges but yeah. i love to that this this episode opened with rodeo just like doing a morning workout by the pool and she's just getting her burpees in before the day begins mm-hmm. rodeo's <laughs> rodeo is on another level like rodeo keeps things keeps things tight she, she gets uh, those burpees in she's lifting before you've even gotten out of bed rodeo's benched 350 and has done like 48 burpees in a row rodeo's benched 350 on one leg yeah <laughs> she not only benches with her arms she then benches with her legs and then tops things off by benching with her neck rodeo could snap me in two with like <laughs> one like a twig like a twig <laughs> like a twig right over her knee so he has, so the women find out that they're all going to do motor cross motocross yeah big john actually delivers a note to them they're all gathered and he delivers them a note or brett deli- who delivers someone delivers them a note but then i realize that the notes that they get from brett are written out like a song like on sheet music so there's like a line of song like of music with like lyrics underneath mm-hmm. and i wondered like is it really a song or is it just like the paper from papyrus that they brought I think like that they bought papyrus. It's just papyrus paper yeah it would be nice if it was like a song every time mm-hmm. um so yeah they have a motocross challenge can i say something i thought it was motocross until this I feel like those are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Like I just wrote, why would he subject them to this? This is like, <laughs> this is I don't think I could horrible. do, I actually don't think I could do this challenge. I've tried to ride a dirt bike once and the, I think I have a learning disability when it comes to shifting Same. gears. Like at first that just like is never computed for me. Yeah. I'm missing that chip. I don't get it. I've never been able to do it. I'm afraid to go on a bird scooter. I did have a period of time where I was just oh, I like liked it. so flat out broke that I was birding all over the place. And it was a re- it was like a freeing moment in my life. But it's dangerous as fuck. I enjoy being on them, but they're scary. And I've accelerated too fast on like a few electric scooters in my day. And they're not fun. Scooters. Scooters. I've gone over like speed bumps on a bird and kind of like lightly flown into the air yeah thrilling but i don't want to like i don't want to crash well aaron looks terrified (laughs) aaron's terrified brett goes as you know i love to rock and i was like okay i love that rock like he's inextricably linked rock and motocross together where are they in this are they out by like santa clarita or something or like the the grapevine i think that it's yeah the grapevine seems right because it seems really cold wherever they are it's cold and it has that like amber like wheat you know there's like hills at the by the grapevine mm-hmm. it's, i feel like they're out way out there it looks freezing you're right it freezing la is cold <laughs> if you don't one thing if you're if you're if you haven't been here like i had to like i was under the assumption that it's always hot in la which it's hot right now, but like LA is cold for a good amount of the year. Yeah. And especially when it's like getting into its peak zone, like the, my favorite kind of temperature is warm during the day and then cold at night. Like I always love a cold at night unless I'm like on vacation somewhere. I'm like back home where it's like, will be hot at night too. 
Mm-hmm. But like, I don't like hot at night in Los Angeles because I prefer that kind of deserty weather. I have to say, I don't like winter in Los Angeles. I like winter in Los Angeles. I like it when it rains. I like feeling cold. I miss putting on jackets. Like I guess I just a coat. I don't want to. I don't want to put on like a, a layers. I just want to yeah. be able to wear my shirt and then a coat over it. I mean, winter in New York is abominable but like there's something about the sun going down here where it's like so beautiful and sunny and like dry and nice and then all of a sudden it's like dark at five that freaks me out yeah and also because of la's positioning it does get darker earlier here than in new york or even in oklahoma and so that was like a tough pill to swallow when i first moved out here because the latest it really is ever light is like maybe it will stay light until like 8 15 or 8 30 but you're not going to get that like I know. Nine o'clock. I love like a 9 p.m. It's still kind of light outside summertime. The north. Yeah. Um, you, you can't have it all. This can't have it all. And Magdalena sure can't have it all. Magdalena's trying so hard to get the helmet over her, but she's so just big and tall that it's like she's struggling hard. Mag Deanderthal's head can't fit in her helmet because she's liter- a literal yeti. Brandy C calls her a space alien. <laughs> I love Magdalena, but I also so I think we I'm said this last too. episode. She ends up having like a low key affair with Big John at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was ever on the show, but like they got together, and that makes more sense because like when you finally see Mags and Brett like one on one, there's no chemistry there. Yeah. I don't know if he can like. I don't know if he has what it takes to really like no big John is handle a like a statuesque yeah. woman and she needs like a big John in her life. But then someone pulled up her jail records recently and mm. DM them to me. Same. Magdalena. Yeah. Is in She's serving jail. Time. She's serving time now. Um, for, for like wire fraud forgery or something. Yeah. Like I, th- she yeah. was. I think that she was like maybe making like fake credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Big John's giant hog. Yeah, it's literally like a monster. You know, like monster dildos. Like yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like that. It's like a dragon dildo. Mm-hmm. But like a his human. I want to see it. Yeah. Magdalena got to see it. She got to Magdalena see Magdalena reminds me of the the Russian woman and White Oleander, who she lives <laughs> with at the end, who's like a con artist, like flea market woman. I've never seen that, but not makes oh me want to watch it. You've never seen I, it? No. Laura, it's such a you movie. I know. I feel like I've like been mean like my spirit being called to White Oleans. I I'll watch it this she week. Zellweger plus Robin Wright plus Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay, yeah. All That's a trio movie. that I can truly get behind. It's it's kind of an un it's unbelievable that they were all in a movie together. Unbelievable that they were all even available at the same Michelle time. Michelle Pfeiffer's really good in it and she's terrifying. What isn't she good in? Can't think Nothing. of Nothing. Yeah. Name one movie Michelle Pfeiffer isn't good in and I'll eat my hat. Yeah. I'll eat, I'll eat my shit. I will eat my hat. <laughs> this is like what pop ra- doing radio shows in the 30s were like. Yeah. 
Well, I'll eat my hat if that's the case. You tell me and I'll eat my hat. You tell me that and I'll eat my hat. (laughs) No, Carrie, we'll eat shit. Yeah, I will. (laughs) I'll go out on the street and find a little thing of dog poo and I'll eat it. I'll give you some of Tony's. I'll make it easy. Okay. I'll eat Tony's shit if I... If you tell me what you can tell, both of us have to actually be convinced that she's bad in it. Do you want to know my favorite Michelle Pfeiffer movie? What? Do you know it? One Sweet Day or whatever. One Fine Day. No, that's a good one. Married to the Mob. No. What? Catwoman. To Jillian on her thirty seventh birthday. Oh my god, that's a, such a you movie title too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lightning in a bottle. I didn't like. But would I say that Michelle is bad in it? No. No. she's Also, Michelle was in a breatharian cult and escaped. (gasps) Oh, she wasn't in... I was thinking of our girl, um, Ramtha. No. I was thinking of Ramtha. This is a breatharian. Were they breatharians, FYI, for anyone who's not in the know, just breathe? They get... They use... They they think they attain photosynthesis do they stare at the sun as it comes up and go they stare at the sun when it goes down yeah they they literally think that they have like chlorophyll and can eat yeah the The key is you stare at the sun right as it's going below the horizon like the last like 10 seconds you stare directly into it and then you're (laughs) and you're supposed to work up like every day like the first day you do like 10 seconds the second day you do like 20 seconds and you just keep doing this until you can get up to like minutes at a time just staring into the sun and then they claim after you have reached a certain level of sun stare then you no longer need to eat because you're getting all your nutrients and energy from the sun go to therapy (laughs) which is a scientifically impossible but like (laughs) i also did try to stare at the sun once and it really just gave me a headache Michelle Pfeiffer was living with a couple in LA when she was like first moved out here to be an actress and like living in like their carriage house and she was they were part of this group that like only they didn't eat and Michelle Pfeiffer realized after at a certain point she was like oh my god I'm in a cult and she left <gasps> she straight up got vowed and then yeah her wow. and Glenn Close Glenn was also in Breatharian oh Glenn Close's dad was the leader of this like Handmaid's Tale, like Sons of Jacob type shit. Wow. In Connecticut. It was like this extreme, like where women were, had to be kind of subjugated. And Glenn was like, fuck this. And she left and moved to New York. Amazing. Was it like a commune that she was living on or was it like, it was like an intentional community? Yeah. She was living in like the Connecticut somewhere in Connecticut and like they, I forget what it's called, but it's pretty fascinating. Her dad was like the minister of it. I mean, that's cool. There's like really good intentional community. Like if you ever want to go down like an internet rabbit hole, there's like a whole Wikipedia page of like all the biggest cults and like communes. And actually Louisa May Alcott writer of little women she was in like a kind of that makes sense. community like that and like wrote a uh, book about it or a short the, story. Glenn lived in the cult for 15 years. It's called MRA. Whoa. Wow. 
15 they, years. My girls, they don't make them like they used to. Her clothes had to be worn in accordance to what they, the rules were. They controlled every aspect of her life. She couldn't say things unless they told her she could. And she said she's forgiven her parents. Are they close now? I think they're dead. Yeah. I mean, she's older. Yeah. True, true. Um, so Magdalena's trying to get it. She's squeezing her head so hard that she has to pee. <laughs> she's like a grape. She pisses on she pisses herself a little bit from the sheer energy it takes to try and get this helmet over her dome. I liked her lolling about it though and not making it like because everyone because it could be you could I could see someone getting like sensitive about it. Oh yeah. She has a good sense of humor, I think. She peed herself because she was laughing so hard at herself. Mm-hmm. So and then Rodeo goes, I'm getting so excited about riding that bike. <laughs> her, like, she like she her eyes go in the back of her head. Can't stop laughing. Rodeo based on like the footage that I see next week, Rodeo might actually be having like a nervous breakdown. I think she might. <laughs> At first like, I thought she was just like having like a house Stella got her groove back, like moment no. of self discovery, but I think she's actually edging towards the brim of insanity. I I believe in my heart at the time this was being filmed, like her family didn't know her whereabouts. <laughs> she was a missing person. Her daughter's wound like, up on the show. My, my mom's been missing for about four weeks. And if anyone knows where Cindy Rodeo Steedle is, please, please get in touch with our family. And like, her, they gave up. They, she was as good as dead to them. Yeah. Um, Brett went, gathers them all and he goes, before they even got into the helmets, he goes, motocross is one of the most important things in my life. And he has That's two, the moment. <laughs> two world. I was, I was, I was happy that he had two women. Yeah. Two know. world champion motocross Mercedes and charity. <laughs> drivers mercedes and charity who we never even hear them say a, a word there were total they were lesbians they were they seemed it wow okay didn't they i love that i don't know i couldn't i got normally lesbian my, normally my like you know radar would go off a little bit take this normally out. no <laughs> no but they didn't even like get a chance to speak so i couldn't really pick up i couldn't get a v- good vibe read going I got a gay vibe from at least one of them. Yeah, I could see one of them. Real, I think it was Mercedes. She was a she was a mad girl. Mm-hmm. But she she was like she would talk them through. She was talking about the ignition and the way she was. I was like, mm, she's fam. Yeah. Um, when a guy, if a guy ever said motocross is the most important element of my life, that's the moment that I would bye. check, please. I'd walk check, off. Please. Yeah, I'd go hang in the limo and like get on be on my phone until we like got to drive back to LA. I'd rather you be into race car driving. Sure. Anything truly anything. Motocross? No. No thanks. That's a pass for me. You gotta go sit I, out on like a weird bleachers and like watch like it's dusty field. and fucking cold and you watch people just like drive around on piles of dirt no thanks not the one for that Mm-mm. um i just wrote i'd be shitting my pants 
It's scary. Yeah, I would not be down. Lacey uh, <clears throat> knows how to ride. She's doing like, a pretty good job. And then Dallas takes the wheel and truly is like a bat out of hell. Like Dallas is not good, but she's fearless, which I really respected. She's fearless and has a need for speed. Mm-hmm. Dallas knows how to do one thing and do it well, which is go straight as fast as she can. And Brett's like amused by it because Brett and her aren't cl- connecting. And I'm like, I wonder why. Um, <laughs> but he's, yeah, he's like, she's my crazy, he's like, she's my crazy girl. Like he's like getting into it. He's worried that she's going to like hurt herself. Mm-hmm. But he's also like kind of into it. I know. I wish that they had talked more about like that. Because that would get that gave him like a sense of her personality a little bit and would also just give them a basis like of breaking the ice for like a longer conversation. I know. I wanted, I think that they actually would have hit it off. I think so too, or at least been able to like laugh together or something. I stopped yeah, feeling was... as much of an affinity towards Brett. He's still a zero on the binary for me, but like I. When he chose Lacey over Dallas, I I, agree. I was like, I don't like that at all. See, that really like it. rubbed I don't me. Trust it. I don't trust it. It rubbed me the wrong way. It felt weird, and um, yeah. The fact um, that we'd see all that and then still be attracted to this diamond lady <laughs> is like uh, no comprende. Um. Magdalena also at one point they're picking oh so they have to they pick they divide the 12 girls into groups of four three groups of four and I just have to say there's a recurring thing of no one knows Lacey's name (laughs) because when Magdalena she's the first person Magdalena picks for her team the pink team Mm -hmm. and she goes that girl in the pink and she points (laughs) and Lacey goes yeah and then later, some rodeo's like, who is that girl? The girl, she was given Dallas grief. Oh, Lacey. Like, no one knows Lacey's name, which is also, if you're that insane and still no one knows your name, there's something very wrong. Yeah, that's actually the true mark of the beast, is that you are she which cannot be named. That's like p- pure Paymon energy. Like, you you are so evil, you ha- have no name. Mm-hmm. Their um, so, whole challenge is a relay race to get a date with Brett, which at first I didn't realize that they were doing like they divided into teams. Like I thought that they were all just going to have to race like 12 people against each other. And I was like, someone's going to die today. Like there's no way that they can survive a 12 person mm-hmm. race. But Brett even, goes, these girls are fired up and ready to win dates. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's like the nature of the show. <laughs> That's why you brought them here. <laughs> I hate pick. I hate when people pick teams. It always stresses me out in the show, and I get, I feel like triggered because I was always like, I was never picked first. You're taking on their emotional trauma of getting mm-hmm. picked last. Yeah, Brett, um, Aaron is a team leader as well as Magdalena, and Rodeo is not having it. She goes. Brett chooses Aaron with the motorcycle airbags. She can't even see. They're so huge. (laughs) 
Whoa, okay. Rodia's fangs really come out in this episode. Yeah, she's revealing she's felt she's feeling really comfortable now that she like got that date with Brett and they like dry humped on the couch in front of his whole like audio yeah. production team. Rodeo is fully like she's like mama hen of the house now. But I'm also other than one thing she did, which I loved in this episode, I'm starting to get like darked out by Rodeo and <laughs> My energy went from her being like, wow, she's like fully living her truth to now being like, I don't want to see that. Rodeo is good. She's going Aunt Sassy for sure. Like next, I'm really deeply worried about her, like just on a mentally, (laughs) on a mental health, like mental health struggle to mental health struggle. I'm like worried about her. I'm ready Me to call too. the cops. Just I'm like the same way. And like th- uh, it's it's starting. It's like you see little glimmers of what's to come in this episode and I really don't want it to go down that road. Like I want it to just be like sexy for going to go down that road. It's going. But also at the beginning of the episode there's someone that's talking about like the two factions of girls that have like established themselves. And Heather's like breaking down like the good girls versus like the bad girls, and she doesn't even include Rodeo in the breakdown. No, I think they're Rodeo all like... is just like a singular force. I, they're all just like, okay, this lady's like here. It's a, this middle-aged woman. I think Rodeo wasn't even like recruited to be on the show. She just like disappeared one day. I had like a midlife crisis break with reality. And hitchhiked her way out to Los Angeles and like found herself in this show. Like and, Nomi and Showgirls. Yeah. And like everyone just kind of accepted, but even the producers are like, we don't know like who this woman is. But, but maybe we'll they're because she's good TV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone gets picked us at Brandy C in Dallas. Which, which I was like, like, it makes, I mean, Dallas showed herself to be a terrible driver. So, like, obviously you're going to get picked last. But I felt very, like, all right, haterade. Like, I, Brandy C., everyone just is annoyed by her. Yeah, I wouldn't pick her either. But I lo- I was, like, but Dallas. I kind of like truly- Brandy C., though. Uh, you're loving Brandy C. now? I'm, she's I just she's so... A, she's scary, but I, I, I kind of love her chaos. I like her method, like her methods of seduction. It's fun to see like how she uses like her feminine wiles always, to like. Anytime one of her friends leaves, she cries. She's really emotional, and I like that. But, but anyway, I, I just felt I felt for Brandy like, in Dallas. No, I can't yeah. do the baby voice. That's that's annoying. I wrote I would have picked Dallas because even if she's crazy, she's got an, she's got speed. Yeah, she's got speed for sure. Um, so they start the relay off Lacey fucking tanks, which I was really happy for. Her. Yeah. She it's shanked like, right out of the, right out of the gates. And she's also on the same team as Dallas now. Like she and Dallas end up on the same team. She and, talked to him and then to see her tank. Yeah. Tank so hard and can't even pick up the bike and turn it back on again. Like doesn't even know how to like turn it off and turn it on. And Brett, meanwhile, is laughing and trying to explain. He's like, you're in gear, which I'm like, don't use like motocross terms with me. Like I don't understand that would. If I was in this challenge and that was me and I like couldn't figure the bike out, I'd I'd actually flip out. And also this this man is like laughing while you're struggling. I'd be like, 
I'm going to kill People you. are laughing. People are screaming. It's so windy and cold. My face is getting like chapped. I've just fallen in dirt. The race is all but lost because of me. And yeah. I couldn't figure out the bike. I'd literally just like be like, fuck you and walk off. Like, I don't think I can yeah. handle it. And Heather's doing her tactic to like be one of Brett's boys and like laughing with him is really good in this moment. And she's like, should I go help her? And Brett's like, yeah, go help her, Heather. Yeah. Heather's yeah. like really, she's really bearing down on this like I'm the chill one. Heather has the energy of like I'd go to jail for my man kind of energy. Mm-hmm. She has like I'm not, I'm mostly friends with men energy. Yeah. I'll hide the drugs in my asshole energy. <laughs> 
Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I admire Heather's game, but I don't I don't relate to her and I don't I don't care for her. I don't trust her, but she also is not on the show to make friends. Like I I'm like I root for her because I do think she's like on the show to be the right. threat. Dallas goes, I can't believe that dumb bitch Lacey is gonna lose it for us. <laughs> she goes, I can't believe that dumb bitch Lacey's gonna ruin it for us. Like she's so like <laughs> she says Wearers are just so funny to me. Because also her attitude is kind of just like, she's like a little bit, like she's kind of in on the joke of it too, you can tell. And then it cuts to her sitting on the ground and there's a shot of her literally flipping off Lacey who's fallen on the ground. And I just love that she's like, she's like, fuck this bitch. She may be my teammate, but like I do not root for her. There's a lot... Anytime someone, which Dallas falls later and she eats shit pretty hard and like the lack of caring (laughs) when someone is injured on this, these girls are out for blood. Yeah. Heather then gets on the bike and she just revs it the fuck up and she's like trying to make up for all the lost time with Lacey's epic fungo. I just love Heather. Of course, she's like motocross expert. Yeah, totally. She's, She's truly like... A rock chick. What can't she do? <laughs> what can't she do? <laughs> I'm gonna make this short and sweet. I'm gonna make this short and sweet. I'm gonna make this short and sweet. <laughs> you're gonna get over there and you're gonna listen to me now. Aaron also, is my I wrote... favorite. Gets on the bike and goes two miles an hour. There's someone that gets on the bike and it's like, Dee! and it's going so slow. <laughs> That would have been me. (laughs) I would have been like kind of going past, like skidding out, or I would just like truly would have lacied. I probably would have lacied because, yeah, (laughs) Aaron slow and steady wins the race. (laughs) Tortoise in the air. Um, I wrote when Brandy C gets on the bike. It was really funny. (laughs) I don't know why. I love seeing their like bike personas. Like I know. when Heather got on, like it all made sense. Too. I was like, oh yeah, she's yeah. like, red- she's like, no fucking bullshit here, and just like took to the bike like white on rice. Yeah. Um, Dallas 
gets on the bike and she's like everyone's feeling pretty positive they're like dallas loves to go fast like maybe she'll be able to win this for us and dallas literally goes 50 miles an hour hits the first bump and flies into the air but the first it's like a pretty severe fall and the first gut reaction of the knee-jerk reaction for brett is to laugh i think that's and heather laughs too is that the motocross I think it's motocross culture is like epic wipeouts, like Red Bull X Games, where people are just like, yeah, but like these are, and I would not do that with like a a person that's never been on a motocross bike before. If they fell like that, I truly was like, oh my god, she just like broke her shoulder. Heather doubles over and and starts cracking up. I'm like, you fucking assholes! Everyone starts laughing. You hear you hear Lacey go. I hope she's all right. This is where I truly was like, I can barely stomach a, a single second longer of Lacey. She just wrote, went full Nancy in this moment and then never backed down from a Nancy ledge. I wrote, oh my God. I wrote, OMG, sociopaths. Mm-hmm. I wrote, Lacey is Feruza Balk in the craft with a multiple exclamations. Wait, they go, they which, go over and help her up. Oh, wait, what? Did you see the the new the trailer for the Craft reboot is out? Oh, someone sent it to me. I watched it today, and I kind of wanted to be a hater, but I did get chills. It's definitely like it's going to be really different. I don't think it's going to be like as edgy as the first one. Mm-hmm. But I was getting like I did get like a several full body chills, and I was like, I'm down to clown. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'm. I always. I'm going to be bitter because Heather's of the Heather's reboot, but, oh yeah, um, but I'll watch it. I love the craft. I was, I'm always like support. Like I can't believe that show that movie is now reboot. Like we're officially like, I know fucking I'm fire up the Walker because I need help down the stairs because they've rebooted the craft. I'm like, I remember I was not, that young when that movie came out like i was in middle school that was 96 yeah i remember being like explicitly not allowed to go see that movie and then doing everything in my power to see it as soon as i possibly could i remember this this cool kid who had older siblings was talking about like maybe gonna see it or something or like he was talking about his sibling seeing it in like second grade and then i remember being at a movie and like briefly looking into the craft (gasps) yeah But it was it was too racy. It was really Um, racy. Like they don't make movies like like, that. Was like when the trailer came out for the original craft. It was like this is like a like I knew I was just never going to be allowed to see it because I just knew it. You don't get movies like that anymore. No. When's the last time you watched a trailer that was like you knew it was like ooh this is like a racy movie this is gonna like push things to the next level this is pushing it to the limits i don't know i can't think of it right now the craft was just i'm gonna i'll, I'll support the reboot but there was just something so like perfectly mid 90s about it and like la and that time and like venice beach and just how weird it was probably like and also Ferruja, like her yeah, witchiness took it to the level of like true scariness like really like even when you just saw her and be like her smile you're just like you knew that something 
was and Robin Tooney, right. her witchiness, Ugh. and her power, the ultimate nineties girls, and like Nev, Nev Rachel True, and like Rachel. what an iconic quartet. And I didn't see like a I'm maybe one of the girls is like supposed to have like a Nev scar energy, but like. I didn't see like a one greasy haired girl in the bunch. My favorite shot of the craft is when Nancy's they're they're watching Robin Tooney walk down the hall and she's leaning forward, holding onto a noose in her locker. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite part. It took me so many watches of that movie as a teen to understand what was even going on in her locker. But she straight up had a noose in her locker. Christine Taylor was an iconic bully too so mean the meanest one of the meanest bullies ever on movies one of the greatest comeuppances that a bully has ever gotten on the silver screen like the perfect the perfect turnaround and then she had to be like she turned nice eventually because she she was humbled she was humbled by becoming Gollum. that was incredible that was one of the scariest moments when rachel sees her in the shower Mm -hmm. and she's like she just keeps just falling, keeps falling out. out. And her oh. friends have to come and like collect her from the shower. And then she wears like a really bad wig. She's like, hey, I'm just, how are you? Also, Skeet is so hot in that, even though he's a, a rapist. Oh, my God. He's beyond. And he's I, I told you I was behind him in security in LAX. You did not tell me that. I was behind him in security at LAX. And he was had a hat on. And he was like, just had quiet sex energy. And Skeet it was, has still got it. And he's like 50 now. My, I actually had like my stump, like my, my heart went up a little when I saw him. Oh yeah. He's a major heartthrob. Yeah. He's also like, I mean, he's like heavily featured in Riverdale. Yeah. He's, he's had a, I'm, I'm like, he's booked and I'm happy. I'm really happy for him. He was so hot and scream. Hmm. Him and, honestly, Matthew Lillard was oh. a bigger crush of mine because I was oh, like, he's so funny too. and like tall and like lanky, like goofball energy that I was like, he's the hottest guy that ever was. Thank you for saying that because when I watched She's All That for the first time, I had a fucking queer awake, like a gay ass awakening to Matthew yeah. Lillard mm-hmm. doing that dance. And when him and him and Taylor Vaughn are like fucking at spring break, like I was so turned on by him that like, and he's not even like, he's weird looking. He's weird looking, but it's like hot. It's hot, goofy, big dick energy. Yeah. And we love to see it. Total BDE. And I just was so, I remember like being beyond. Yeah, it was. And I feel like he's he's underrated as like a sex symbol. I know. Where did he even go? He was Do in you the descendants. That? Oh yeah, but he kind of like He played the he, guy that his wife was having an affair with. Oh yeah. And Judy Greer was his wife. He didn't age in the way that I had prayed no. for him to. Skeet but, did. Skeet. <laughs> skeet skeet. PMH. <laughs> skeet on my face wait do you remember um slc punk did you mm-hmm. ever watch that movie yeah matthew lillard oh Hot. and he was also in serial mom oh yeah he played her son with ricky lake 
iconic. Um, all right. So, okay. yeah. So Heather has to pick up the pace because Lacey fucking flopped. Yeah. Uh, then Mia gets. Lacey. It comes Who's down Mia? to. Okay, exactly. I literally. <laughs> Mia spent also this skirts whole... by by the skin of her teeth. Mia she gets, has she gets picked. Gone. She's done Go Girl Give Us Nothing for this entire show for three episodes now. Has done brought a Zero. zilch to the table She's to the point where by the end of this episode, I was like, I kept being like, who is this girl? Who is this girl? And then finally, when he said her name at the ceremony, I was like, oh, Mia. Okay. Like, where have, where has she been? She has Davina energy. And she also. She's full Davina. There's what if she like, she could be revealed to be Davina? She might, but there's also like a miscongeniality plot going on where like she has to go under like there's an undercover like she's in the FBI. She's in the FBI for sure. Yeah. There's she's something like, she's guaranteed like five or six episodes. I, yeah, I'm confused. Yeah. She um, is like Sandra Bullock, like was like a really like nerdy loser woman who then they were like okay you gotta you're gonna have to go into this house and go undercover and rock of love so we gotta rock you up and now now she's trying to be like a groupie energy yeah she truly is cia level under the radar because it took me until now to understand her name and who she was i wrote rodeos on fire rodeo i wrote rodeos killing it she says Mia, it comes down to her and Mia at the end of this relay race. And Rodeo goes, Mia thinks she can ride, but she has nothing on me. Not a damn thing. And she laughs. <laughs> this is Rodeo. She's, she's absolutely right because she kills it. Mm-hmm. She wins the. She wins it for her team, which goes, has Sam on it and Magdalena. I rode the I rode it like a rodeo should, and I think it turned his ass on. <laughs> rodeo literally split from reality, found herself on the show, and it gave her a renewed sense of purpose in life. Yeah. <laughs> so they 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 win, and then Brett's like, you know, we're gonna have some dates tonight when we get back to the house. So they all head back to L.A. And when they get back, Lacey is on a mission to get dallas to snap and like hit her so she which is i'm it's very like it's it feels pointed and like white supremacy it's really white supremacy it's It's also just like total racist shit and like anti-black yeah but it's also like dallas is the only person of color in the entire house and you're like pointedly picking on her like tapping her forehead Tapping her forehead, Lacey touching taps- her butt, like it, she like is touching her butt at one point. It's just like really inappropriate. It well, starts start- though in the it starts yeah. in the limo. You have rodeo it was high off of her epic win. She holds up a champagne bottle and she goes, "Party time! Let's fucking rock this place!" and takes a big sip. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dallas brings up a really good point, which she's like, "What was Brett wearing the other day?" Like. You say you're like PETA and you care so much. Like, what was Brett wearing the other day? And she's like, snakeskin, like fucking leather. She says you're a hypocrite, which is true. It is true. And if Lacey's you're like, like ride or die, no. animal obsessed, like PETA head, you don't fuck with any animal products at all. Yeah. Or you can't like get mad at people. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, also, PETA is like 
I, do one thing that makes me like you. You know what I mean? Like, do one thing that makes me like say, Go girl, wow. give us nothing." Yeah, they they they're giving us everything, but it's all the wrong flavor. And I think Dallas triggers something in Lacey where she because she knows Dallas is right, and it makes Lacey snap. And when they and they're like, "We're gonna have it out when we get back to the house," so. Lacey goes and like gets all her PETA gear on and then all the girls get Dallas up in the room and they all start like dressing her and like all the animal, every dead animal fabric possible. Every animal it's really, it's actually have. really funny. I was loving it. Cause I was like, obviously like this is a no contest scenario. Like you have a shirt. Lacey's wearing a shirt. She's like, no one calls me a hypocrite. And I was like, okay, like, you suck. You're Loser. a flop. And then she puts on her shirt that says, like, I love PETA. And her, like, crazy fucking Joker Margot Robbie face, like, marches yeah. herself. Like, <laughs> Harley Quinn. <laughs> or she fucking she Harley. Total Har- she has total Harley Quinn face. And she's, she just looks dirty. Like, she, she's, like, barefoot in jeans and just, like, wearing this, like, she just looks, like, messy. And Dallas looks chic as fuck. And she's getting <laughs> decked out in, like, snakeskin and leopard and just like going ham and all the girls are on her side mostly yeah dallas comes out to struts out of the room wearing head-to-toe leopard print and then rodeo sees her and she goes yeehaw baby yeah rodeo's on her side (laughs) rodeo's loving it everyone's team dallas and then Lacey starts following dallas around touching her forehead grabbing her like this was like truly that's like not okay like you can't do that to people no, and I think it was like she's trying to get – she's explicitly saying, I'm trying to get Dallas to hit me, so she has to go home. So she's like – that's like why she's doing it. Yeah, she's baiting her into like a physical Which, altercation, but it's also like this is – it's just not a fair – standard i was really glad to see that dallas didn't take the bait because if because lacy is basically like um not only assaulting her but is also like sexually harassing her because she is grabbing her butt at some point and like touching her inappropriately she's pressing her body against her and like she's touching her forehead it's yeah. so condescending don't yeah, she's touching her and and she's you know she's I felt like and I think you were, like she was playing up like she wants to be like the victim white girl getting uh, hit yeah. by she's like let she's, me make this she's like all it's gonna take is like I can just like drive this woman like to the point of like hitting me like it's just like falls into that classic tr- horrible trope horrible stereotype of black women that it's like they yeah. Yeah, that it's like violent or out of control or something, or they'll lose their temper easily, which was not the case in no, this Dallas was like Dallas was leaving the space. She followed her up several flights of stairs. At one point, thought she was going to make Dallas fall. She shoved her at one point. Like she was going and she was like, oh, let me see. <laughs> let me see your beauty. And I was like, I want to, like, you deserve to be like, put in a straight jacket right now if and i had been dallas i would have hawked a loogie in her face but dallas doesn't and at one point she keeps telling dallas she's a weight lacy goes you're a waste of sperm and egg <laughs> you're a waste of sperm and egg and i just wrote i hope dallas goes off on her ass but i also didn't want her to because i didn't want her to give but no i didn't want her to give her the pleasure and like take the bait and then 
I wrote I, this is why PETA is not okay. Honestly, like I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I like animals, but I'm no, just I like, love animal. I you can love animals and be like a huge animal head, and also think that PETA is for losers. I just don't like the people. The, the people, people that are virtue signaling this much and being like, I'm not a hypocrite. I, I stand up. Like, those are the people you have to watch out for. Uh, yeah. And someone that's like acting like this to another person is like, honey, evil. you're evil. You're bad. Care, this is a KKK like rally. You crazy yeah. meth head. Like, get Racist a grip. Bitch. And also, so- I did. I said, I think it is deep meth energy. The way she's like laughing and. The way Lacey's like, there's, I'm not losing my cool. Like, I'm smiling. And, like, I, there's just something. And she's going, Dallas. Like, gross. I, hateful. And everyone's really, like, even Brandy C is, like, watching with dismay. And <laughs> when you've pushed Brandy C to a place of dismay, you know that you've crossed the line. There's a shot of her just, like, looking like repulsed by what's happening and no one's doing anything to help Dallas though. And then that's when fucking rodeo in her linen night, night, her little nighties rodeo has gone through her whole night routine. She's washed her face, pulled her hair back into a sensible low bun and she's gotten ready for bed. And then she has, a button that what is she she's wearing like pajamas like she's wearing pajamas on. yeah she's like a sensible lady in her 40s just like getting yeah i love that she's also wearing flip-flops like she knows the value of like protecting your feet like in a house like this you know what i mean not fucking lazy no so so that uh rodeo <laughs> sees the shit going and she's like i'm gonna put an end she sees dallas needs help and she's worried that dallas is gonna get pushed down the stairs so she comes in and she body checks lacy to the ground like she takes her fucking wiry ass throws her up against the wall and <laughs> and drags her, her off and of drags her up the stairs gets dallas is able to get free she puts her and in a she, headlock like locks her arms and she immobilizes lacy and drags her away from dallas and then deposits and you, her at the top of the stairs you can hear lacy's bone hit the stairs so you can tell lacy was like actually really shaken and in pain and then lacy's pinned up against the wall and she goes i wasn't gonna do any i wasn't the aggressor i mean okay like why like she's so shocked that rodeo did that and rodeo just leaves yeah she doesn't even bother to like try and finish the conversation you see Lacey kind of trying to like pick up the pieces of like her weird like harley quinn act and like act like brush it off but you can tell that she's like shaken to her core by the fact that she just got like body body slammed by a fucking wwe woman and rodeo goes she goes i might be a southern lady but i manhandled that bitch (laughs) (laughs) that was like (laughs) rodeo all she had to do was, and it was enough fear that Lacey was like, I better not do that again. Yeah. Because she, her, Rodeo's her like, right you think that's her? She's like, you think that hurt? I got a whole house of pain. <laughs> Rodeo break your neck. She's like, I fully believe is like broken men's necks before. <laughs> she, like, I was, I literally screamed when she threw Lacey like a rag doll onto the ground and it was it was honestly one of the most satisfying things I've seen in a reality show. It was incredible. And it made me want to like, 
enroll in like a Krav Maga class because <laughs> like I too want to be able to like physically intervene on anyone that's being treated like unfairly and then like I want to like throw an oppressor to the ground I want to like stomp I want to just be able to like with my sheer brute strength like you don't even have to crack skulls but you can do you know how strong you have to be to like truly just like immobilize someone tear them off of someone that they're trying to like fight and then drag them feet away go up the stairs you're going up the stairs backwards with another human body and then throw them on the ground rodeo is all muscle it was the energy of Lacey kind of mouth continuing to be like okay cindy like, that was cool i wasn't I even doing cool. anything <laughs> that energy though they, they like pan they zoom away from her and it had very alex forrest and fatal tra- like glenn and fatal attraction after they get into that like intense fight totally she's, just, she's smiling at him as he like she's covered in blood mm-hmm. and i was like that is what i saw yeah but anyway so cindy rodeo puts her in her fucking place and then we cut to bread state with Sam and Magdalena. Where he takes them on yet another subpar date into the backyard of the house. He makes them watch a slideshow about him. About his fucking life. Also, it's freezing outside. You can see their breath. Yeah. It's I was definitely- like, it is cold. I was like, are they, is Magdalena chiefing a cig? And then I realized, no, it's just ice cold outside. And these girls are wearing like tube dresses. And Brett forces them in like 40 degree wet nighttime Los Angeles weather to watch a short doc about his own life. Yeah, it was super. He's just like so lazy, which is also kind of a power move. Like I was like, should I start getting back out there and dating and just like showing people a slideshow? (laughs) Imagine a first date with someone showing them a slideshow of your life and them still wanting to fuck you afterwards. He just has pure, like famous person energy of just like, yeah, this is normal. I'm obsessed. Also Magdalena, like Brett and Sam are really connecting. Cause she's also like a fan of his. And then he turns to Magdalena and she goes, I have never been your fan. It's <laughs> like, love you for that. And she's like, but you should, that should be a relief because I'm, I'm here for the right reasons. And Brett's turned on by it. So it works. Yeah. He loves it. Brett goes, being from Poland, Magdalena wasn't exposed to my music. <laughs> it's like, I wasn't either. I'm from yeah, New Jersey. Me neither. <laughs> and I listened to like classic rock radio. So then they go inside and, um, to like eat strawberries like and, tongue they have a mono party (laughs) (laughs) they just make out they eat a bite of a strawberry eating a bite of food and then like immediately like mama birding it and sexually into someone else's mouth is like not my idea of like a fun time unless i was like with like a long-term partner and that's like what we decided to do that night but like doing it with a stranger with another stranger there is like Mm -hmm. a no for me Magdalena and Brett kiss a little and then him and Sam have like an intense makeout where they added moaning sound effects and you just they just are like making out to the point where like 
Brett's like gonna come in his pants and Magdalena's just turned on chowing down on strawberries they're sitting there (laughs) i love sitting less than a foot away from your date and then the other girl that he brought on your date to the backyard of your house and watching them make out to the point that both of them are like god i would really love to orgasm right now and you're like "Mm." sam (laughs) that was magdalena's energy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) sam goes Oh, I really want to orgasm. I was like, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear you two. You can do that. I'll just, uh, I'll just watch you. And I'd be like, (laughs) God. He's like, Brett's like in front of Magdalene. He's like, we can go. Like, we can do that. You know, like it's okay. Like he's basically being like, we can fuck. Yeah. And she's like, no, I don't. I don't want like to do it in his house. There's like other people. And Brett's like, no, it's totally like Brett. Just as being such a fucking straight guy right now. Oh yeah, he's DTF to the max. He like he literally. I feel like no other shows like this. Like not even in The Bachelor do they live in the same house as The Bachelor. And this no. Brett was like, no, I'm living in the same house as these girls. Like he's in it. <laughs> he's in it 100 percent for the pussy. And he, someone gave these women like. It looks like homemade shirts or tank tops. And Magdalena says Brett's babe on it. And Sam says all Brett's. And I was like, wow. Imagine like having to wear that on a first date. Imagine meeting someone on like Bumble and you set up a first date and you have to wear a tank top that says like all Alex's. Yeah, and you watch a documentary about Alex's life. All Connors. I want them to do. I but like, if the tables turned and then a guy, sh- if a guy showed up wearing a shirt that said "All Laras," I would call the cops. <laughs> but I would also, I would love to show a document, a slideshow <laughs> of my life for forty-five minutes, and then be like, "Any questions?" <laughs> yeah he's also like he was like now i need to know about you and i was like, but he didn't ask them really anything no <laughs> he <didn't care. laughs> the next morning uh the other rodeo and brandy m are gonna go on dates <laughs> he's like the date cards like brandy m reads it and it's like prepare to have fun in the sun in la and then you see rodeo get ready and she bolts into the <laughs> She looks like the cop Terminator and Terminator 2. She's <laughs> Rodeo's Rodeo. Rodeo also she gets in she her balls. <laughs> she she has like she her hands and feet are spears and she runs into that. <laughs> she did, she sprinted. She was in her track yeah, she, suit. She had the hand, she was like <laughs> gotta burn some cows she also she changes into the most like rodeo interpretation of a fun in the sun outfit which was very it was so off brand for any of the other outfits like her color scheme has mostly been like black or just like a monochrome kind Mm -hmm. of look but leaning more towards like darker colors except at nighttime when she wears like her white pajamas but this fun in the sun outfit shocked me it was like very frilly and feminine 
and she does like more sexy kind of looks <laughs> sexy sporty and then she switched gears into frilly feminine and that's when i knew for sure that all was not well in this rodeo <laughs> she bolts into get ready that. for some fun in the sun <laughs> So then they're waiting for Brett in the foyer, and Brandy M. Rodeo goes, oh, you smell really nice. And then Brandy M. smells Rodeo, and she goes, oh, smells musky. Uh, <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Can you guys not? Rude. So they're on their way to the, they're going to like, they're going to like Sunset, Sunset Strip. Or like yeah, they're, sun- they are definitely driving on like Hollywood Boulevard at one <laughs> yeah, point. And I was really like, nasty. And um, the Rodeo tattletales on Lacey, which I was happy about, and she's she goes. She's I like, needed she, to let Brett know that I had to restrain Lacey last night. <laughs> well, I I'm do like, not good. want that woman around his children. And I was like, great point. She should point. absolutely not be around his children. Lacey would like leave you in a hot car. Can you imagine if, like, I thought I had it bad with like one of my stepmoms, but if there had been a lacy in the mix like i probably i wouldn't even be alive today because that she would have killed me in my sleep <laughs> or i would have been like sent to jail because she would have poked pushed me to the edge where i killed her and then i would pay the price for all of eternity with a life there's sentence. really there's no option like you either kill or be killed kill or be <laughs> killed in lacy's <laughs> <you're> world <laughs> <laughs> I'm also like even afraid to to talk shit about her because I'm afraid of her. I'm afraid of like she like I she's a podcast is around now. and she's a podcast. Like I'm terrified. Like she terrifies me, and I the only way I feel confident saying anything about her is that now people will know. So if anything weird happens to me, then yeah. you know that it, or either of us. If anything happens that's sus- suspect to Carrie or I, the first person you should look into is Lacey. You're worried about Yules? No. Yules has got nothing on a lace face. No, Yules will just be like, I'm not moving from this couch. Fuck you. Um, so he takes him to a bikini. Ashley Page. Is that she? Okay. And, and he, goes, he goes, I'm going to. He's like, it's every girl's dream that I'm going <laughs> to give these girls to have a, a custom made bikini. I was like. You know, I'm not sure that that's every girl's dream. Sadly, this date was the best date so far of the three dates he's taken the girls on. They got to go out of the house that was and do something not related to like Brett's career or his life. And then they got a present. So I was like, okay, what a great date. And then they got to go out to dinner with what looked like a nice restaurant. So I was is like, it, this is a way. Is it every girl's dream to have a custom bikini? Mm, not my dream. <laughs> it might be someone's. Maybe, yeah. I don't think it's some. It seemed like a dream come true for Rodeo. She was really. <laughs> Brandy M's bikini was like fifth element. Yeah. Brandy M's bikini. Uh, Brandy M does not bring the same level of like body confidence that Rodeo is bringing to the table. Rodeo, Rodeo literally, have you ever tried a swimsuit on and then gone, walked, strutted up to your lover who's standing there watching you try it on, turned around, and then squatted right down into his face <laughs> and up? I was like, whoa. No. 
Rodeo Whoa. is like, I feel like she's like a crusher dom. You know, like people, there's like oh, people yeah. who like She'll crush stand people. right on your testicles. <laughs> you like that? She steps on them. She probably wears like a high heel and just puts the heel right on your testicle. <laughs> I, I, was, I love that. I loved, I loved that moment of her. Just, she was, Rodeo is always finding a chance to exercise. Rodeo walked right up to Brett. And then turned around and then went like this in his face. <laughs> but honestly, she other than squatted down and to- looked back at it, and I was like, "Queen of bikinis." She also, she also. I really think she also though is trying to squeeze in a few squats. Like she's always looking to work out a little. Oh yeah. If she didn't get her morning burpees in, you best bet that she's gonna find a way to work some squats into the mix. But okay. Deep, deep reality show cut that I'd all but forgotten about is that Ashley Page had a reality series, a one season reality show called Bikini or Bust. Mm. And I can't remember what I think it was on Bravo was on. Oh, it was on TLC. Maybe it was on TLC weird, but. It was Ashley Page is one of the most psychotic people to ever have a reality show like her energy. And it was all about like her trying to start these like bikinis because I think she had like a popular line of bikinis like during the time where like the hills was big or whatever. Like Lindsay Lohan would wear like Ashley Page bikinis and stuff. But it was like Ashley Page was just a mess and her bikini business was equally as messy. She had weird. She kept kissing Brett in the lips. I was like. It was a little Nexium. Brett is doing really Keith Raniere kisses on the lips with every girl. Like things get when everyone comes home from the date, things take a turn for a Nexium, and I was not feeling it. But first, we cut to the the girls, the the varsity girls, <laughs> and they have a wall of shame, and they make they have Christia draws car- like boardwalk caricatures of all the girls in the house and they draw one of Jess and they call her clavicle Jess. I'm like, honestly, that's like kind of the best thing that you can be, but they do draw her hair. They're trolling her hair, which <laughs> somehow manages to get even worse. Like just when you think you've reached as bad as it could get with Jess's hair, she unlocks a new level of, hair but we'll save that for when it comes but like clavicle jess like not an insult and then we cut back to the dinner and rodeo reveals that she's had five she had five blood transfusions <laughs> at birth and i was like full of muchausen rodeo takes <laughs> dinner as an opportunity to tell brett about her entire life history likes and dislikes and preferences and experiences and she's like I have a garden at my house that I love to tend to when I'm home. I have bell peppers, jalapeno peppers, yellow peppers, banana peppers, tomatoes. And then it gets her and she goes, yeah, I had five blood transfusions when I was a baby. And it was my grandmother's blood that saved my life. And then Brandy M like tries to like say, she's like, oh yeah. And I, and then Rodeo goes, I collect swords. (laughs) Rodeo has a sword collection. And at one point, 
Brett goes, no, let's take it into sexual territory. He's like, what's everyone into? What's your favorite positions? And then Rodeo goes, my favorite position is doggy. (laughs) (laughs) But she says, at one point, Brady, I'm like, gives a little burp like and she's like oops excuse me and then and then rodeo goes i would never do something so crass and then, and then you just hear her go uh, i like doggy <laughs> rodeo is a woman such a multifaceted woman like just when you think you have a handle on her like she can do she get you a girl that does both originated with rodeo like get you a girl who tends her vegetable garden but also has a sword collection and loves doggy style and is like a body built like literally it has the strength of a thousand men and has gotten so many blood transfusions and survived cancer and was paralyzed i fucking fucking forgot about both of those things i just I love was paralyzed I like she, so she was paralyzed, but was not technically paralyzed, but was just, just so casual. My favorite position is doggy. I like doggy. <laughs> <laughs> so then we come back to the house and Brett's like, I got he's like, I got to eliminate two girls tonight. And I, I've only made, you know, I haven't had connections with a bunch of them. So he, at one point he's talking to Aaron and Aaron goes, you know, I'm not here like to get famous. And then Brett goes, obviously. This was the Nexium portion of the evening where Brett sat down with each girl and then held their (laughs) hand and looked into their eyes while they like rambled on. And then he'd be like, okay, well, thank you so much. And then would kiss, go right in and kiss them on the lips. Like if that was me and we were just having a conversation and then someone went in for a lip kiss, I'd be like, oh, ah, ooh, uh, like, (laughs) whoa, (laughs) I didn't think that we were going to end the conversation this way. Like, ew, (laughs) but thank you and shake their hand but like brett literally is like greeting and bidding farewell to every lady with a kiss on the lips um and then jess has insane hair her hair is in a headband (laughs) she she literally looks looks like like a goddamn pokemon she looks like Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever that anime (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh. She's Dragon Ball Z over here. Her hair, <laughs> like, truly, I've never known such volume. What? And she's wearing, like, a crazy headband. You can see her. There's several wide shots where all I could focus on was the fucking poof ball that was standing amongst <laughs> these girls. Old Yu-Gi-Oh in the corner. <laughs> I just wrote merch girl at Warp Tour. It's beyond. It's a transcendent. No, like in her confessionals with the hoodie. <laughs> oh yeah, she's full warp tour. But like this <laughs> hair, like it has transcended space and time. It's all consuming. All I can think about, like it is its own galaxy. Brett tries to get Lacey and Dallas to make up, so he puts them together, and like they they're having like a very tame combo, but it's still heated, and like they're just never like Brett. At the end of it, he's like, I have to separate them. Like, he's, he's like, worried that someone's going to die. Yeah. And someone probably would because both of them... I mean, Dallas definitely seems like she has her shit more together. But you can only take so much poking and prodding from fucking 
jigsaw before you like <laughs> lose it. From Harley Quinn jigsaw. From fucking Harley Quinn jigsaw before you even just saw off your own arm in protest. Her name, she would, her character would be like a, a Harley Quinn type and her name would be like <laughs> Razor Blade. Razor with just like R A Z R with like a backwards oh, she's R. She's she sharp, is she's literally. All one, okay, one year in 2007 or 2000, yeah, summer of 2007, I did background casting for The Dark Knight. And it was shooting in Chicago and like we had to have an open casting call for extras. And I was like part of the team that like ran this background casting call and just like wild people show up that are like wanting to be extras in these movies. But two men showed up that were like these tall white guys that literally had shaved. They were like, I guess maybe like kind of insane clown posse dudes, but they were also like, just like scary men that had shaved their teeth down into little razor teeth, <laughs> like pointy razor teeth and didn't really speak, but they would just be like, Oh to me no. As I was trying to get them to like sign up. I was like, so can you just like sign? You just have like, to like hey, fill right, out this form. Yeah. Like just fill out this form and like, um, put your info on and then we'll like take your photo, but just so you have to fill this out first. And they'd be like, and I truly was like crying because they scared me so bad. I was like, that's, that's Lacey. Lacey that's has Lacey's energy. Hayride energy. She is a haunted hayride. She's a haunted hayride like clown. That She's isn't, a like, human a haunted house. hayride. <laughs> We've all met some in our lives or have seen some. So Brett <laughs> assembles everyone together and he he picks he picks everyone but Dallas and Christia. <laughs> I wrote and Mia in under the wire. Me, oh yeah, and that's when I fully was like, "Oh, Mia." That that was when I was like, "This this show means nothing, and this is arbitrary." Yeah, nothing means anything on this show. There's no rhyme or reason. It's basically Lohan Beach House, but with more tits and like rock and roll. He picks. He goes. He's like came down. It's like between, um. Lacey, Christy, and Dallas, and he's like, he's like, it's really this is a hard decision. All three of these women are beautiful women. He's like, but one of them, like, she's kind of crazy, but I'm a little into it. You just see Lacey go, and she knows it's her, and she smiles. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? The fact that he, like, that he's still DTF with her after all of that is truly. I was like, I got it. <laughs> No, no. Dallas. And then and then he picks her and then he pick Christy and Dallas are eliminated and then Dallas just throws her middle fingers up again and then <laughs> he hugs Christy and Christy is like, I really feel like he could have seen something in me, but he didn't really give it a chance. And then He's like Dallas and he like beckons her over and Dallas goes, I'm good. And she just leaves. Yeah. She was, that's goes, okay. Really? <laughs> Brett was really peeved he by was that. He- yeah, he was heated. I love quickly Rodeo's elimination dress. She wore a full like Mao collar, kind of like Asian themed. Yeah, her, her makeup was very like she, she tried to go like kabuki almost. Like she pulled she did like a whole different look. 
Do you think they sleep in the same rooms? Yeah, they do. Yeah, all the girls sleep in like they sleep in like bunk beds on shows like these. I love the thought of being like herded into a house like a bunch of cows and put to sleep in your <laughs> stalls while you compete for the affections of Brett Michaels. Where you get taken on dates to the backyard of the house you live in. To watch to watch a, a slideshow do- of his life. Self produced documentary about your paramour's life. And then freezing cold having to pretend to be into it <laughs> get ready for a day of fun in the sun <laughs> also, when big john came out he had to like deliver the news he was like yesterday was bitching he's like we're all gonna have a bitching time now i was like god I, it's good to hear the word bitching because that word never gets used anymore I know. I remember in the Father of the Bride too, when the hairstyle he gets his hair dyed and she goes, "It's bitching." Oh my god! Really fast. (gasps) Watch Father of the Bride Part Three. They have a little reunion. It's like a half hour on Netflix. Reese Witherspoon hosts it, and it's it's like a Zoom meeting of all. Father of the Bride is one of my favorite movies. And oh, Father of the Bride One and Two are the best movies that have ever been created, ever. And. It's about, it's like 25 years later, or 30 or 25 years later, and it's, they're reuniting over Zoom because Kieran Culkin from Succession. I know. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. It's, it's just like a, it's like a Zoom call with the Banks family. Like they're all, they all come back, all of them, even Martin Short. And, um, it's them during the Zoom call. It takes place during the pandemic and they all reunite over Zoom. And Diane Keaton and Steve Martin are not speaking. Like she kicked him out of their room. So he's like in another part of the house because <laughs> of his OCD. Yeah. And like Kimberly Paisley's there and like all, the whole cast comes back. And then Kimberly Paisley, addition, who, by the way, is looking great. Uh, she's amazing. She's married to Brad Paisley. Just like doing that thing. Love that. And then in addition... Because if, if you're a fan of Father of the Bride Part 2, you know that Steve and Diane, had, Nina and they George had a had baby, a baby yeah. on the same night as their daughter. So their baby is technically their grandson's aunt, even mm-hmm. though they're the same age. And they're played by Florence Pugh and Ben Platt, who I could take or leave. But Florence Pugh plays George and Nina's daughter. Cute. So she plays the little sister. And she's it's really adorable. It's actually really cute because I was like cringing at first. And then I was like, wait, this is cute. And Robert De Niro comes in at one point. Uh, what won't he will show up at the drop of a hat? Honestly, it doesn't take much to get old De Niers on board. And it's really cute. And Kieran Culkin's fiance is a doctor, and she has to quarantine in a hotel because she's on the front lines. And mm-hmm. he, they get married over Zoom while she's in her hotel room. And and then Frank comes in, I and he officiates Frank. the wedding. It's so cute. You should watch it. Okay, yeah, I saw a clip from it, and it actually like made me really happy. And I was like, this is the content that we need. Like, just wholesome father of the bride content. It also just, like, they need to just make a full one when they can. Like, they, we just need a... They, Flor- have Florence Pugh play. The, like, that is such perfect casting. I know. just And have them all be married, and maybe Florence Pugh is, like, a lesbian or something like that. Yeah, I was thinking she's that, gonna too. She's going to get gay married. Yeah, like, she now needs to get gay married or something. I was thinking that, too. Or, like, the grandson. Well, I don't really want to see Or they could go on that. vacation. <laughs> or maybe Steve and... Um, Maybe George and Nina are re- renewing their vows or they're having a big anniversary trip to like Italy or something like that. And Florence Pugh like brings her girlfriend or like is maybe yeah. she was. And then he's like, why didn't you tell me that you had a girlfriend? She's like, well, I didn't know. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. want to overwhelm you, dad. 
Oh, God, Nancy Myers, hire us. I also remember watching the original. My sister and I watched it. Like uh, my sister watched it when she just gave birth to her knee or her her niece, her <laughs> daughter, my niece. And she watched Father of the Bride too and prep for that, which I thought was really cute. And mm-hmm. it's just like it. I know, like every, it's a movie that you just know every line to. And I remember being like, "Wow, I want." Annie to be Annie Banks to be like my older my cool older sister mm-hmm. and so Kieran cool. Culkin was so cute in it and like he's so hot he's so hot yeah he's it's so unreal. hot in it. yeah and I love that he did it because he seems like kind of like like he's in this acerbic dark show now and he I, went back and did I it. I know he could have been like chosen to be like too cool for school but fuck no no. When Nancy Myers calls, you run. You pick up the phone. You rodeo run to pick up the phone. <laughs> I love Reese Witherspoon getting her. She's got to get in there. She had to. She's like, if something cute happens in Hollywood, you better believe <clears throat> that I'm on the front lines. <laughs> I'm a front line worker. She's a front line um, worker for just like cuteness. And another suggestion, speaking of Diane Keaton, the young pope. With Dude Law. Oh, you're into the young Pope now? Okay. I gotta I, watch. We finished it. Okay, I watched the first episode of that, and I actually did love it, and then I never revisited, because it was kind of slow, but I remember I got stoned before the first episode, and it was transcendent. I was like, this show is the bomb. You'll love it, because it all takes place in Rome, and yeah. it's just, it's really, really good and weird, and like very Stanley Kubrick, and Diane Keaton is in it, and she's amazing and kind oh, of scary. Hell yeah. Yeah. She plays like a maybe a little power hungry nun oh my god yeah okay and i'm going back fucking amazing and just so hot in it and like when he's in his pope gear you want to like <laughs> gag gag on that. want to ram <laughs> i want to ram i want him to ram me with his, with his pope i want him crap. to slap me with a bible and then <laughs> whole episode one of these days where we just talk about hot guys and come up with things we want to do to them and want them to do to us and that can be like a whole hour long (laughs) just like it's a bonus episode yeah a rodeo riff (laughs) ching and her feet hitting the ground ching 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 your your phone rings oh my god we have nancy myers on line one hello hello yeah yeah i'll be there i'll be right there oh my Uh, god well carrie another another week almost a month of brett michael god and more to come i mean women keep dropping like flies on the show but then the real heads remain and i can't wait to see who wins because i can't remember who wins no one spoil it for me you can follow carrie at ecario um, you can follow Laura at Lars Marie. And I want to give a huge thank you to our advertising partner on this week's episode, Indie. I think it's so helpful. You'll hear ads about it on this episode and future episodes. And I urge you to check them out. Check out Indie. And with that, we bid you farewell. Bye. 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 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.